This is CliffCentral.com. You're listening to Hashtag Inspired Youth SA. This is an initiative by Pride Factor South Africa in cooperation with Cliff Central. And you're listening to Zarif Minty. I am a young author. I'm a best-selling author. I'm a lawyer. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a young person. It's all about Youth Month and Youth Day just passed us a few days ago. We're still in Youth Month and we have some, we have actually an amazing guest in studio today. We're going to speak to him in a bit actually. Uh, but I just want to let you guys know it is Youth Month. It's a beautiful month. It's all about celebrating young people. I see a lot of young people doing exceptional things on Instagram, you know, the likes of Bulalani Balabala, Siposiso Molimi and the likes. Um, I just want to wish you all, you know, for the last few days of Youth Month, just go out there, do amazing things, believe in yourself, you know, just inspire another young person. If you feel like you're achieving something and you, you're building yourself up, pick up someone next to you and just, you know, allow them to join you on that journey. So I'm actually speaking to someone who is exceptional in studio today. He's someone I've known for a few years um, and he runs the most amazing organization. He speaks to a lot of, I mean, thousands and thousands of young people every single year. And he's an actual inspiration. I sit down and I look at him and the first thing that comes into mind is, wow, I actually get motivated by this guy. He goes by the name of Sibo Siso Swane. Squane. Squane. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just want to get the pronunciation right. Uh, but Sibo Siso, you own a thing called Dream for Life Africa, right? Which is an organization. Tell us a little bit more about Dream for Life Africa. Firstly, happy youth man, everyone. Um, I'm very excited about this month. And also thanks for the invitation. Dream for Life Africa basically was started in 2013. The sole focus of it was basically to empower or uplift um, disadvantaged communities by empowering the youth. So we believe that if we actually empower young people, they will actually in turn empower their communities. Uh, we focus mainly on youth that are based uh, in uh, disadvantaged communities, particularly townships. Um, how do we empower these young people? Basically, we use the following strategies to actually uplift them. The first one is the tutoring, which we actually run for high school learners, um, starting from grade 11 up until grade 12. For instance, at the moment, we've just launched an application called uh, CubeNot that focuses on providing online tutoring to high school learners, particularly in the field of math and science, because we have realized that um, uh, learners in those particular uh, subjects, they tend, not, they tend to face a lot of difficulties. So hence, through the tutoring program that we have through the app, um, we've got um, volunteers, particularly uh, those who are currently at university, mm-hmm. who provide tutoring you know, um, uh, uh, to, to the young learners. And then the other pillar which or strategy which we normally use to actually empower young people is basically through a mentorship program. Uh, the mentorship program, uh, basically, we uh, for this year, we just launched it uh, at Vet University just a few Beautiful. months ago. Yeah. But uh, the main focus there, basically, is to link um, students, current students, uh, across different fields with industry-based professionals with an aim of exposing them to the workplace environment and also with an aim of allowing them to do job shadowing amongst others. So the mentorship program is actually the most exciting mm-hmm. program that you are currently running because as I speak, we've got about 20 students that are part of the program and the demand is actually very huge because um, lots of young people, particularly the students, yes. they want to be mentored. So, so I know mm. I met you um, a few years back and we did a talk together 
together at UJ. Yeah. So you've been working with a lot of your universities. Now you're starting to work with Vets quite a bit. I mean, what's the most important aspect when it comes to actually incorporating or getting into your universities? Is there a huge gap between university students and the corporate life that's available for them? Is a lot of students missing that opportunity of getting into corporate spaces, getting employment, or is it something that still isn't that much of an issue in South Africa? Absolutely. That's a great question, Zareb. Um, there's a huge gap actually, uh, between, you know, the time you complete your studies at varsity and the, and the time you get to cooperate. Uh, I think the reason being that most of the young people, they lack the experience mm. and they lack the exposure. And also, um, there, there is a challenge also that is faced by companies whereby they had to actually retrain people whenever they recruit them. And, uh, and of course, that's a big problem. Mm. That is why through Dream for Life Africa, we believe that, um, while the students are actually studying, uh, we also give them that exposure. We also prepare them. And we believe that their mentors in particular, mm. they will, you know, uh, expose them to available opportunities, for instance, internships, yes. um, uh, and so on and so forth. So there's, there's that problem. The main problem is experience. Yes. Like young people, they really lack, lack experience, you know. So so, so, yeah, look, yeah. I mean, looking at you, right? Mm. I mean, you, you still, you're 34 years old. You're still extremely young. You've achieved so much in your life so far. Um, I look at you and I think this man can become the next minister of education or the next minister of, you know, something that can uplift a lot of lives, especially when it comes to young people. But now say, for example, someone gave you that opportunity to become the minister of education or even the president of South Africa. And they sat down with you while the government sat down with you and parliament sat down with you. And they said, listen, Mr. President, how do we reduce the unemployment rate from 52%? How do we get it down? I want your answer. How do you think we should reduce the unemployment rate in South Africa? That's a great question. I think, uh, first of all, we need to promote the culture of entrepreneurship, particularly the tender age. I believe that um, uh, we need to groom, not everybody can be employed. You know, we still need job creators. Um, and, and as a result, it's, it's important. If I, if I had the chance to become a president, I will, or the Minister of Education rather, I will actually incorporate within the curriculum an element of entrepreneurship mm. because, um, young people will find, as I speak, we do have the funds. Um, NYDA is providing a lot of funding uh, and many other institutions, but you give that young person the million rand, uh, he wouldn't know what to do with it. That's true. So it's important that we, Develop those skills, we build those skills. So that can be one way of actually, um, you know, uh, 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 fighting the rate of unemployment. But the other way which you can uh, fight unemployment, uh, luckily, last weekend I attended um, a summit. And the summit was based on artificial intelligence. Yes, the fourth and industrial yeah, revolution. Yeah, yes. yeah. So... And that particular summit, uh, which was basically um, held at Saibono, it really opened up my mind, you know, because it actually gave me, you know, the view that we are getting to an era whereby um, robots will be mm. doing most of the work, yeah. will be replacing young people, I mean, will be uh, replacing uh, employees. So that kind of a summit, it really gave me, you know, a feel that we need to actually uh, promote STEAM subject. You know, because those subjects, they will be actually in demand in the future. Mm. I'm not saying that humanities is not good. Yeah. Humanities is good as well. I mean, they actually, um, for instance, one of the speakers, uh, Professor Chiliti, he said, uh, if you're doing humanities, you also need to have some skills in technology. The mm. same thing applies to those who are doing technology or IT. Yeah. They need some skills in humanities. So I think we need to actually um, uh, revisit 
the curriculum, yes. the syllabus, you know, um, uh, uh, the, the the program that we actually provide at universities. Yeah, you know, I'm very I'm very mm. happy that you mm. actually exist as Dream for Life Africa because mm. there's always been this issue that I've always had when it comes to you know I've been at, at university myself at Wits University and I've been part of the SRC and LSC and I've noticed that the one issue we have as young people is that we were not told at a university that listen at this very moment the current structure of careers at the mm. moment say that mm. this this career is overpopulated at the moment yeah. however this career has a lot of mm. vacancies available but you offer that you know you mm. offer mm. you mm. tell mm. students mm. that listen robotics is the future robotics isn't is, isn't um, overpopulated at the moment go and study robotics yeah. go and study mm. um, you know anything to do with maybe blockchain or whatever it is mm. so I, I, I encourage that but how do we get more of you you know how do we encourage universities to take on what you're doing in your personal setting how do we get universities to do the exact same thing moving forward I think um, it, it doesn't start at a university stage. I think the problem uh, goes back to high school, whereby there's a lack of career guidance. You know, I think, I feel that we need to actually um, restructure the, the, the career guidance, reintroduce career guidance subjects, because through those particular subjects, um, they will be able to channel the students into mm. the right direction. So adversity is already late because, um, you know, you're already pursuing a particular degree sure. and you have already paid so much money. So I believe that we need to go back to high school and just try to restructure the, uh, or maybe introduce, I'm not sure if they still do provide career guidance much, uh, subjects, but we need to revisit that. But also, um, universities, I think, Part of the work that we do as Dream for Life Africa is to basically go to, uh, around schools um, whereby we actually bring al uh, along some professionals mm. who will be there to speak about the different careers. For instance, we get engineers, we get uh, lawyers, we get um, actual uh, actuaries or whatsoever. They will be there to actually speak about their different careers and also to inspire the learners mm. and so on. But what, what mm. about what about those careers? Like, like you just spoke mm. about it now. What about the fourth industrial revolution careers? Are you getting professionals coming in from the fourth industrial revolution to come in and speak to students? Because I mean, obviously, that's where the future is now. We do have yes. uh, some of those students who, I mean, some of the professionals in the fields of um, uh, IT-related yes. uh, 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 disciplines. But the challenge is that um, the current crop of students or learners, they are more into entertainment. Um, when you tell about, when you tell them about IT, mm. they will tell you that, Nish, that's a bit difficult for me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all they want is just to go to, to, to TV, to go on radio. Yes. You know, they like those. The mindset kind of change as well. I think it's a so, mindset yes, change. Yes. You know, um, and some of them, they feel that those subjects are actually difficult. Yeah. So that is why through Stream for Life Africa, we've already, we also provide, um, face-to-face -face tutoring, tutoring whereby the tutors in those particular programs they will actually help the learners at high school in math and science face-to-face -face. you know every time i've got a problem i'll be able to actually contact the tutor who will always be there to help me out yeah so maybe maybe yeah. we can actually mm. let all the listeners know so if you guys are interested in tutoring any young students mm. please get into contact with us here at cliff central or you can get into contact with team for life africa yeah. um, if you are a young person looking for an opportunity to be uh, tutored then also get into contact with us. You can use it via, you know, cliffcentral.com. You can use the hashtag.
hashtag Inspired Youth, Youth SA Or you can even just get into contact with Team for Life Africa um, so I mean the most important thing is mindset change right? Yes. But it comes from opportunities as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you have the opportunity to experience new things Your mindset starts to open mm-hmm. um, We've had the privilege of being part of a thing called One Young World mm-hmm. You know I know Pride Factor does amazing work And they've done just great work now at uh, NASDAQ Expo Center yeah, yeah. During the youth month and on youth day They've done phenomenal work mm-hmm. um, but there's other platforms as well Like for example One Young World And all these beautiful platforms So One Young World is something we're both part of How do we encourage more young people To go out and be part of One Young World Because every time we go I mean we've been to Canada mm-hmm. um, You know they've been to a few other countries as well I believe they're going to The Hague The Netherlands yeah. this year But how do we encourage young people To first know How do we get them to know about One Young World And secondly how do we encourage more of them to go through How do we get corporates to start funding a little bit more To so allow all these young people to go through I think first before I, I Answer your question One Young World Is a great platform Because uh, Through One Young World You get to interact With amazing people From all over the world I remember When I When I attended The One Young World Summit In Johannesburg In 2013 2013 yeah I met incredible people From all over the world Who are doing You can name some work. of the people You've met you So know, that our listeners Can um, also understand The extent of You know the list is endless, actually. <laughs> I can actually. Uh, but I mean, like the Kofi yeah, Annans of the world, yeah, you know, like Kofi Megan Annan, Markle. Exactly. Megan we, Markle was with exactly, us from Canada, you know. Exactly. The, yeah. I mean, people like Kofi Annan and Richard Bronson, they were part of that particular summit, and we drew a lot of inspiration from them. But apart from those old people, there were young people who came from different parts of the world who are doing amazing work. So it's important that for us as young people to acknowledge the fact that the problems that we face as a country, uh, we can solve them on our own. We've got the power in our hands to actually uh, address all the problems that we have. So um, what I can say is that um, as young people, use the gadget. You, I mean, we all have, in most cases, we do have access to the gadgets, to, uh, to um, information technology, internet, and so on. Let's use those particular platforms to actually search for these opportunities. You know, One Young World often advertise a lot of funding opportunities mm. for their conferences, you know, on their social media platform. Use that. You know, I'm not saying that um, um, you shouldn't u- actually use those platforms to actually entertain yourself. But let's use those platforms to actually benefit ourselves, empower ourselves. All the information is available there. Go to internet, get information. Instead of you searching for a particular song, um, I'm sorry to mention Rihanna, a Rihanna <laughs> song whatsoever. Yeah. But use that opportunity to actually search for funding opportunities for bursaries. Use that in, use, to use that particular platform to actually look, you know, find out about different careers and so on. So part of the work that we do whenever we go to the different schools, we encourage young people or the learners to actually use those particular platforms which they have the gadgets. I mean, in Gauteng, for instance, people, are, the students are lucky because they've got uh, tablets. Yes. So we encourage them also that you need to use the tablet to actually access useful information mm. that will actually take you to a brighter future. Wow. Guys, the amount of wisdom and experience coming out of Super CISO. I mean, we, we privilege and blessed to have you in studio today. That's Super CISO from Dream for Life Africa. We're still going to continue the conversation with him. Guys, it's uh, 27 minutes past three. You're still listening to cliffcentral.com. It's hashtag inspired youth SA. Don't forget to engage with us, guys, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. It's hashtag inspired youth SA. Also hashtag cliffcentral.com. Uh, guys, it's all about youth month. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful month. It's an exceptional month. But we're going to get into some music first. We're just going to listen to something phenomenal it's something by Casper Noves and Gau Pele Destiny let's go this is cliffcentral.com you are, you are.
This is CliffCentral.com. Yo, guys, after all of that motivation and inspiration, I just needed some air. I'm glad that we're back in studio again with Sibasiso from Dream for Life Africa. It's uh, 33 minutes past three, and you're listening to hashtag Inspired Youth SA. This is uh, in collaboration with Pride Factor and uh, CliffCentral.com. It's all about motivation. It's all about inspiration. It's all about speaking about young people doing phenomenal things. And it's the perfect month as well. It's Youth Month. Youth Day just passed, and it's just all about young people It's all about people Under the age of 35 In South Africa We have another person Under the age of 35 Obviously Mr. Sibasiso Joining us in studio um, I just want to touch On something right I know you're speaking About your app mm-hmm. And we're speaking About the fourth Industrial revolution mm-hmm. um, I mean Your app obviously Then forms part Of technology Which is still part Of the third And fourth Industrial re- revolution Why is it important That we move on To apps I see a lot of Your publications These days You know your magazines mm-hmm. They, they're no longer in all of your leading bookstores. Now everyone's just going online, you know. Is there a reason why everyone's going online? Or, you know, is it just, I don't know, I think, for now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's this generation. We, you know, we, we live in, a, in an era whereby young people actually uh, prefer to use apps as opposed to going to get a hard copy of a book. Or, or whatsoever. So we can't, we, we can't change the situation. We can't change the era. You know, um, and, 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 and people have got Wi-Fi everywhere. You know, everywhere you go, you find Wi-Fi. So it's much cheaper to actually, um, access, uh, the net mm. as opposed to going to buy a particular magazine at a shop. So sure. we can't change. And also we need to bear in mind that Africa is comprised of a young population. And that means that we live in an era whereby we need to migrate from, you know, doing things the traditional way mm. uh, into a way whereby we need to actually do things, um, you know, uh, 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 related to technology. So we can't avoid that. Yes. So, I mean, it is just something on app. Bless. Mm. I mean, uh, just touching mm. on this month and touching on the inspiration that we have in mm. South Africa. The people that exist in South Africa, your Wade van Dikeks and mm. your, you know, obviously late Nelson Mandela, um, beautiful people that inspire us until today and still co- will continue inspiring us. I just want to speak about another, you know, important person as well. She's 31 years mm-hmm. old today, Bonang Mateba. I mean, a lot of young women look up to mm-hmm. her. They find, you know, a lot of value in her business acumen and how she carries mm-hmm. herself. So, you know, happy birthday to Bonang. Also, a lot of people are getting paid today. It's the 25th <laughs> of the month, you know, <laughs> so bless up to all the people. People getting paid as well as, you know, obviously some people are still mm. going to get paid on the 27th and the 30th. Uh, but it's payday. It's youth month. Everyone's mm. just succeeding. Bless, bless, bless everywhere. <laughs> but, but so I just want to touch on something as well, man. Uh, you know, looking at you, like I said, you look like someone who's going to be the next minister of education, the next president. It's difficult to think of who might inspire you. So who's the one person that you look up to the most? Who's the one person that motivates you the most and why? <laughs> That's a difficult question, but um, sh- am I allowed to talk about somebody who has passed on? Anyone, anyone. Okay. It's all about you. Um, well, 
Let's start off with uh, somebody who has passed on. Um, I was greatly inspired by Maya Angelou. Mm. Um, to me, the fact that she actually excelled despite of the all, against all odds, she actually emerged um, uh, uh, and became a powerful figure in our society, bringing hope through her writings and so on. Mm. So to me, I still draw inspiration uh, from her. And also Mother Teresa has, I mean, was a good, insp- uh, a good person to, uh, inspiration speaker to, uh, person to me. Speak about, yes, um, yes, yes. Because Mother Teresa basically, she's the one who actually motivated me to actually use the liquid that I have mm. to empower other people, to uplift other people. Beautiful. You know, um, yeah. she wasn't concerned about the money or the monies of this world. Uh, or the riches of this world But her passion was actually on Empowering other people Uplifting mm-hmm. other people So and then coming to The ones who, who are actually still alive um, I will say It's a difficult one But I will say <laughs> Is there so many or is there not think, uh, enough? I think there, there are so many Okay um, But Maybe if I can just, um, gosh, that's a difficult question, Zari. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some time. I just wanna actually, <laughs> that's a, a thought, question. yeah, a thought, a thought came into my mind. I just wanna touch on this. I think, you know, when you're looking at inspiration and mm. motivation and yeah. the people who really inspire you the mm. most, um, I mean the most, sorry, uh, like when you're looking at what people are doing in today's society, yeah. especially young people, mm. now we have the ability to be able to call our inspiration yes. and our motivation mm. As our mentors mm. So now you don't have to look at them from far exactly. You can actually engage with, can them. Engage with them yeah. Whether it's directly or indirectly mm. So you have Twitter Where you can hear all of their thoughts mm. And it's like you're getting lessons through the Twitter mm. Or through the different platforms Like blogs or whatever But now you also get the opportunity To contact them directly yeah. And for them to work with you I'll give you a perfect example <laughs> Look at someone like Vusi Tembaguayo Vusi yes. Tembaguayo mm. has my growth fund And he's working with a lot of budding entrepreneurs mm-hmm. That you know, obviously were inspired by him mm-hmm. Thought he's an amazing person And now suddenly Starting to empower themselves yeah, yeah. Through his platform mm-hmm. um, So You know How important is mentorship In today's society In 2018 For young people In South Africa Mentorship is very much important Because through mentorship You get the guidance um, And also It's important that To note that Most of us come from families Or from, from backgrounds Whereby we lack mentors mm. We lack those people Who were actually Always there for us So I think We live in in an era whereby there are a lot of people who are doing a lot of great things. But some of these people they're actually doing those great things uh using the wrong ways. Mm. So I think it's very much crucial that you 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 decide appropriately when choosing a mentor. Don't just choose anybody because he's got the money mm. and you, you you know that would be your mentor. And also choose somebody that will actually be there for you at all times. You know, um uh, people are busy out there. So, but you need that one person who you can, who you can conduct. Mentorship is very much important because, uh, it will help you in terms of rechanneling or working on your vision, you know, vision. Yes. You know, we all have visions in our lives. We all have dreams in our lives. So through mentors, we'll be able to actually achieve or to get into the, the right path, the, a path that will actually help us achieve those particular dreams or fulfill those particular dreams. So, um, it's important. So it's important that you get your mentor. Um, but also, let me just say the point that when choosing a mentor, um, choose somebody who, who is actually more or less not that old, if you're a young person. Someone you who's know. more relatable to you. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody yeah. who you can relate to. Because if you choose somebody who's old, yeah. um, 
you know, or somebody who's too powerful yes. to be reached, you know, yes. um, that would be a problem because every time you've got a, a, a maybe a challenge, it will be hard for you to access that particular person. So I think I'd advise people to get mentors. That is why we promote mentors as well. I mean, if I can just briefly speak about our mentorship program, yes. young people, uh, the, the ones that you've recruited at Trimful of Africa or Padua doing um, different courses in different universities, you know, um, as I speak, we have been receiving good responses from them saying that oh wow we thank for the, we thank you guys for this opportunity because mm. through this opportunity I've managed to actually get into um, a particular company which I never thought I would get to I mean we've Beautiful. got yeah. mentors that come from different companies USABC government departments you know uh, corporate and so on and so forth so through mentorship you are also able to unleash that hidden potential mm. You know, um, so I will really advise young people to actually, um, identify themselves mentors because at least you need that person who will guide you towards a right direction. Otherwise, if you lack that kind of a person, you find yourself, you know, uh, uh, uh going astray. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've heard something recently. Mm. It's about, well, two or three years back by a gentleman called Eric Thomas. Okay. He's a motivational speaker from the States. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes by the name of Hip Hop Preacher over in, in the States there. Um, but he said something very profound and he said that, you know, it's very important that young people have mentors. Mm. But mm. because we're living now in, well, back then it was 2016. I'm, I'm sure it's even more relevant <laughs> yeah. now. But in 2018, you know, you have to have more than one mentor mm-hmm. for your different aspects of your exactly. life. So if you have a love life, you must have a mentor for it. If you have a, a business, you must have a business mentor. If you have a, you know, in different aspects, mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. you should have mm-hmm. someone who's very good when it comes to relationships with your friends exactly. and, and family or whatever it is. So is that an important thing in South Africa for us to have more than one mentor in different industries? I think that's very much important as long as those particular mentors will avail themselves. You know, the challenge that we have at the moment is, I mean, uh, generally, is that somebody, uh, if you make a call for mentors, people will, will raise their hands, they will try avail themselves. But, you know, few weeks or few months down the line, those people are not accessible. Mm. So even, even though it's important that you can have several mentors in different, I mean, in, in, the, in different areas of your life, but please make it a point that, um, you, Identify somebody who you feel will be available for you in terms of need. I think that's very much important for mm, me. That's true. Um, uh, so don't just uh, put together people because you see you are inspired by them or whatever on Instagram, you know, on, on Instagram, social media, or you yeah. like them and so on. Yeah. But think critically when you decide on a mentor. Don't just go for anybody. Think critically. That's why even in our mentorship program, we make it a point that we identify people uh, who have got a good track record, people, you know, who, who, who believe that they'll be able to guide these young ones, you know, and guide them to a brighter future. Yeah. So we don't just choose anybody to become our mentor at Trimful of Africa. You know, um, that is why... Uh, when we do the selection process, the selection process is a very tense one because we do a lot of background check in terms of what is it that you've done in the past? You know, um, uh, can you mentor somebody, for instance? Mm. Do you have uh, the time to mentor them? Do actually? you have the time? Yeah, yeah. You know, and what is your track record, for instance, and so on. So, and that basically helps us in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of giving us the assurance that indeed, this is the right person to mentor this mm. young person. So, 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 mm. I mean, uh, you know, one thing that yeah. I like about you is that you're an entrepreneur, but you're also humanitarian. Mm. I yeah. mean, and you know, they can, they can work together very well. So mm. you're all about solutions. Mm. Exactly. And I believe that your app is 
a solution mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about your app in particular? Our app basically We founded the app which is called Cube Notes um, In 2014 And at that particular period, we actually implemented it as a pilot project. Mm. Uh, but um, after observing how it works and so on, we then uh, uh, reach out to certain schools. Currently, we're working with some schools. One in Tembisa is called Butumelong High School in Tembisa. We also have another school in Daviton. Um, I mean, in Tutuza, which is called Tandisibego. Mm. So through that particular um App, uh, which is available in Google Play Store. Um, we've got men, we've got tutors who are university students in the fields of medicine science for now yes. because those are the ones that are promoting. So it's available yeah. on Android platforms. It, it's available on Android, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, but in, if you wanna access it, we don't. Um, we give it for free to the schools that we are working with, mm. to the learners that we are working with. Okay, I have, yeah. I have a question yeah. to ask you. So I mm. mean, I, I've heard this recently and I read up on it mm. a little bit. Um, and I feel like this is where you have to be a little yeah. bit cautious as well So as much as we are moving into the fourth industrial revolution And yes, Wi-Fi is becoming more accessible mm. The sad reality is that a lot of young people Especially in areas where it's dense, right? Where there's a large population of people A lot of the young people there don't have the ability yeah. to firstly have smartphones mm. Secondly, for mm. them to have access mm. to Wi-Fi mm. Or have access to the internet on a regular basis, you know? So mm. there's still that issue yeah. of them having access to your app how do you solve that problem? Absolutely, we can't run away from the fact that we still we are still experiencing digital divide in the country. Um, well, one of the plans that we intend to embark on as Stream for Life Africa is to establish information centers. Um, whereby we can actually have um, some sort of mobile offices in rural areas because actually what you have just raised is something that we have uh, we've been thinking about and that's the response that we are getting everywhere we go. Um, so through the, I mean, those information centers, that's where we can actually assist the learners or young people in those particular rural areas to actually apply for jobs, to apply for universities, to educate themselves and so on. We'll also assist them in different other things. So at the moment for those kind of schools, we are able to handle them through face to face tutoring. That's where, I mean, actually we've got some mentors, I mean, some tutors, um, who actually volunteer their time on, uh, on weekends and, uh, and go to those particular schools where they can actually help address those particular challenges. But, um, it's important for us to note that there, uh, it's not easy to reach out to them because as Dreamful of Africa, we are a non-profit organization and we don't have funding at the moment, uh, Everything is dependent on those who are volunteering. So we would like to reach out to as many people as possible uh, for as long as we can get um, some resources. Mm-hmm. And that is why we're making a, a call to the corporate to actually come on board. You know, uh, let's let's us. talk about exactly. that. Let's talk about mm. the challenges quickly because mm. I feel like it's it's very difficult for NPOs yeah. and NPCs to do well in South Africa and to actually make an impact because you're struggling from day one. Exactly. You know, a lot of people don't want to get mm. involved. People are scared to get involved. Mm. So just push us through some of the some of the challenges that you faced so far with your NPO with Dream for Life Africa. What are some of the major mm. challenges you're facing currently right now? I think the major challenge that we're faced with at the moment um, is access access to data. Um, some of the schools that we're dealing with, they don't have 
data. They don't have Wi-Fi. So that's, and as a result, it becomes difficult for them to actually access the app or to make use of the app. And then the other challenge that we also face as an organization, it's that since we don't have, um, you know, um, um, let, let me say uh, financial resources, yes. you know, people come in and go, come and go. You know, uh, we can't actually uh, retain the staff. So we have volunteers, but they tend to leave, you know, um, after having spent, have, after having been with the organization for some few months and so on. So that, that, that's, what, that's another challenge that we actually face. I mean, if we had some financial resources, we're able to, we're going to be able to actually, um, you know, keep or retain, you know, uh, those volunteers. And the good thing though is that the, the there is a positive response from young people wanting to volunteer for the organization because they believe that they can get uh, the relevant experience, they can get the relevant exposure. Um, so the challenge is that how do we keep them? You know, um, if they had to go, for instance, to a particular township, how do we get them there? Mm. You know, so financial resources, I think it's a huge challenge. And also government, uh, even though government promote um, the work or encourage people to actually uh, contribute through NPOs, etc. But the honest truth is that it is it is difficult to work with government. Mm. Um, you know, but um, why is that? Why why is what's the issue yeah, with government? Is it I think the issue with government is basically accessibility. Mm. Um, fine, they can actually um, uh, give you the contacts or link you, whatever. But when you try there's to no make structures a kind, in place to yeah, actually facilitate, not exactly. Yeah. I think that's a huge challenge. You know, um, when when we meet with government officials for this, they will tell you that we do support this initiative. Oh wow, that's a great initiative or whatsoever. But mm. when you now want to engage uh, this uh, with government deeper, yeah. it becomes a challenge. I remember recently I had a conversation with the minister of uh, science and technology, and um, <laughs> she took me from pillar to post. Yeah. You know, so she was she was she yeah. was first excited and yeah, wanting she was to be part excited, of it. But um, at the end of the day, when it was time for me to get the contacts of that minister, yeah, you know, it was a bit of a challenge. So um, I think we need a lot of support. I mean, NPOs are if they're playing a crucial role, particularly mm. in reaching out to those areas that government cannot reach out to. You know, uh, NPOs are there to fill in the gaps. True. NGOs, yeah. NPOs are there to actually help. Alleviate poverty. They are playing a huge role. So as NPOs, we need to be recognized. Mm. As NPOs, we need to be given the assistance that we deserve to receive. Right? So we're not saying that we need money. At times, it's not about getting the money, but at times, for instance, about getting have, the support, just getting, getting the support, physical support, getting the yeah. political will. Yes. You know, uh, at the moment, there's no, there's not enough political will in terms of supporting, mm. um, you know, NPOs. So, I think it's a huge challenge. That is why some NPO they don't last. Yeah. I mean, ourselves at Dream for Life Africa, we have lasted uh, for this far because that's what our passion. How many about. years have you guys been there? Exactly. Um, we've been around since 2013. Well done. Yeah, well done. and and Amazing. the road has not been easy, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But through the passion that we have, you know, and the desire to see people's lives being transformed. You know, we have survived and we'll continue to survive. Now, yeah. now, say there's some young people listening right now that want to volunteer. They want to form part of the programs. There's some corporates listening. How do people get hold of you as Dream for Life Africa? Well, um, 
for people who like to actually participate yes. uh, in Trim for Life Africa's activities, they can actually reach out to us through email. The email is actually info at dreamforlifeafrica.org. Info at dreamforlifeafrica.org. Or they can catch us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is called Dream for Life Africa. Or they can also contact us on 081 4370 Whatever assistance that um, you can have out there, yeah. we will welcome. And it. you guys work with yeah. everyone, with students, we work with, everyone, with varsity students, even those who want corporates. to volunteer, yeah. even those who want to mentor, even those who want to uh, speak in pub to public speaking. For instance, we'll be having an event in, to, I mean, in Davidton on the 27th of July uh, at Pandifundo High School. Mm. You know, for for, for, for professionals who like to actually inspire young people, we also provide those kind of platforms as well, you know. Um, so we welcome everybody, but we need people who will stay. We need people who will believe in the vision. We, we don't need people who will be driven by uh, resources. We need people who understand the vision, who will believe in the fact that as young people, we can actually uplift other young people because we've got the power in our hands to actually uplift other young people. Mm. We don't have to wait for government to bring all the solutions, but the solutions lie in us. So, so I, I need some very important information from mm. you, but we're just going to actually take a quick break for a little bit. We're going to get back into it. Um, oh, actually, look, look at the time already. It's already, <laughs> gosh, the show just mention. went by so fast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been crazy. Okay, we're going to end up the show with you in, in, in the best way possible. Mm. I mean, you're all about young people. You know, you inspire all of us. You motivate all of us. And you have the experiences and the wisdom. Mm. I mean, us as young people currently in South Africa, the unemployment rate is 52%. Young people are unemployed. People don't know enough about mm. entrepreneurship. Um, you know, fees must fall came into play. Mm-hmm. All of these things came into play and it's youth month. I think we would love to hear from you. What advice do you have for young people currently in South Africa in 2018? I think it is important also to encourage young people not to give up. You know, the challenges are immense. And therefore we requ- are required to actually pick ourselves up and not give up because if we give up, that will mean that there won't be any future for this country. The power, we have the power in our hands to make things happen. What I can say is that don't ever lose hope. You know, don't ever give up. And also I'll encourage young people to actually associate themselves with people who believe in the, in their visions, people who believe in their dreams, people who actually, how we can help them grow. Um, please, Used, I mean, I mean, use the gadget that you have. If you've got access to internet, search for information about uh, opportunities. Don't just wait for opportunities to come to you because um, that will never happen. Don't depend on government. Don't wait for government. If you wait for government, you'll find yourself waiting for government forever. Mm. So please just pick yourself up. You know, surround yourself with people who believe in you, people who will actually encourage you. And also, please make use of uh, uh, opportunities such as Dream for Life Africa because we advertise opportunities through our Facebook page, for instance. We constantly advertise opportunities for young people. But all I can say is that the power is in our hands. We can't afford to make our country suffer or fail. Mm. We can't afford to make our generation fail. We've got the power in our hands to actually make things happen for ourselves. So, but you need the right support and also uh, visit centers such as, um, you know, NYDA. They are very useful. You know, um, visit platforms such as uh, Dream for Life Africa Facebook page. Those platforms are very much useful. But all in all, don't ever give up uh, in your dream. It is possible for you to achieve your dream. It's only that you are required to 
take a step further and things will happen for you. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in studio today, Sibosiso. We really do appreciate it. Guys, that was Sibosiso from Dream for Life Africa. It's uh, 56 minutes past three and the show is almost up. It's almost the end of youth month now. It's the last few days before we end this beautiful month. Guys, thank you so much for listening into the show. Don't forget you can engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's hashtag inspired youth SA. And this is in collaboration with Cliff Central and Pride Factor South Africa. Get into contact with us. We want to know how your youth month is going what have you been up to you know do you need motivation are you a school that wants us to come and speak at your school do you want to engage with us get into contact with us we really want to work with you if you are a corporate if you are a school just let us get involved and let us actually start and motivate all your young people mm-hmm. in south africa guys this is hashtag inspired youth sa have a phenomenal day and stay blessed this is cliffcentral.com